Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another edition of Butcher on Sports. Simply Butcher's here, and as always, thanks for tuning in on a early Monday morning, Sunday night, early Monday morning, about 12, 15, 16, we're doing this podcast for you. Abbreviated version there. Uh, wow. I'll get it together pretty soon, sooner or later here. But here I go here. The Detroit Lions announced yesterday that they have released a, a defensive uh, lineman, Michael Brocker. A statement from the Detroit Lions executive vice president and general manager, Brad Holmes, and head coach, Dan Campbell. They said this about Brocker there. We would like to thank Michael Brocker for his leadership over the last two years. He, one of our team captains in the 2022, Brocker is a veteran voice and presence were instrumental in helping in guiding and developing our young in the locker room. He was one of the true professionals of our game and has the highest respect for him. As a man, we wish him and his family well on their next chapter. Following nine seasons with um, Los Angeles, this is Brocker's record there. He was with the Rams from 2012 to 20. He spent two years with the Lions from 21 and 22 there. So Michael Brocker is gone from the Detroit Lions. Maybe one day they'll pick him up again or, or not. I don't know. This week is the NFL Combine that begins on February the 28th and runs through the late, uh, not early March, that is there. Uh, many of the, the executives and also head coaches and maybe some assistant coaches will be heading to Indianapolis to check out the young studs who will be trying in and training and giving their spills to get the highest doggone multitude of draft choices for many of the NFL teams, which are which will be all of them, by the way, there. Uh, um, a smorgasbord of talent coming out of the, the combine there. You guys get to see it. It's on the NFL Network. I'm definitely sure that it will be announced on there. And I'm quite sure ESPN and maybe some other networks, maybe we'll pick that up and you can see bits and pieces of it in the deed. The Detroit Pistons announced um, yesterday that the club has signed uh, guard RJ Hampton uh, per team policy. The contract was not disclosed. Hampton is 6'4", 175 pounds. He averaged 5.7 points, one point five rebounds, 1.3 assists, and 0.6 steals in 13 minutes over 26 games with the Orlando Magic this season. Overall, uh, Hampton has played 116 games, 15 starts over the three seasons with the Magic. His overall average is eight points a game. The Pistons picked him up. He was a high draft choice. <clears throat> in uh, 2020, but again, maybe the Magic's has some other plans. We don't know. I I'll tell you. And I'll give you some more of the rebound. He's uh, eight point uh, points and rebounds, three point rebounds, 2.3 assists, and 
zero point six deals in twenty minutes uh, this year for the Magic. There, um, that's been uh, straightened on out. He's a Dallas native. He holds an NBA clip of seven point. Uh, I'm not gonna go through all of this. Over three seasons in the NBA with the Denver Nuggets, which drafted him, and the Orlando Magic. He was drafted 24th by Milwaukee in 2020 in the NBA draft before he was traded to Denver on draft night prior to the NBA. Uh, Hampton had played one season in New Zealand for the New Zealand Breakers of the National Basketball League down there. If you don't know, the Hawks who fired Nate McMillan, they now have a new coach. He is Quinn Hampton. He was formerly the Jazz coach. He is placing McMillan during a time that uh, the Hawks feel that they should be doing better. That's why they got rid of Nate McMillan. What can I say? What can I say, boys and girls? Michigan, uh, University of Michigan, that is, won their game in overtime today over Wisconsin at home a day before the score was two minutes and 30 seconds and three seconds remaining in regulations there. And this was the, 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 the killer. Michigan State the day before, that's what I'm talking about, had an 89 the 76th lead with two minutes and three seconds left in regulation. Of course, Iowa caught up with them and beat them in overtime by a final score of 112 to 106. Michigan State got to get it together quickly or they will not be in the playoffs or anybody's playoffs this year here. They got to they gotta get it. Detroit Tigers lost to the Baltimore Orioles by a score of 10 to 6 on Sunday at Public Field at Joker Martin Stadium. The Tigers now uh, has dropped one. Their record now is 1 and 1 in the Grapefruit League play there. What can I say? Tigers going to do a heck do a heck of a lot. You know, these are exhibition games. They don't count, but sooner or later it's got to happen. Ah. There was wrestling. There was wrestling this particular uh, week in, in the MS and the MHSAA, Michigan High School Basketball, or Michigan High School Athletic Association. Um, and here's the winners who took home trophies for their state championship. They were Catholic Central, Law, Dundee, and Hudson. They added a trophy to their cases at their uh, primary schools there. Congratulations to them. And um, good deal. Now, if you want to keep up with what's upcoming here, uh, this week is uh, boys skiing, okay? That final, and girls skiing, by the way, that final is on February the 27th. Boys bowling, March 3rd and 4th. Girls bowling, the same, 3rd and 4th. Girls competitive cheers, again, on March 3rd and 4th. Individual wrestling on that particular day as well, the 3rd and the 4th. That's the individual championships there. That's going to be pretty good, pretty decent indeed. Followed by girls gymnastics. That's on March the 10th and 11th. 
boys swimming and diving in the lower peninsula on the 10th and 11th as well. The hockey finals for all divisions, that will be on March the 11th. Girls basketball finals on March the 18th, followed by the boys on March the 25th. And that will end winter sports in the Michigan High School Athletic Association. How about that? Red Wings uh, lost a game against the Tampa Bay Lightning by scoring three to nothing. It shows who's the best goaltender in all the league there. I don't want to mention his name because you know who he is. Well, not, okay, but Red Wings is only one point away, one point away from getting a wild card spot. Hopefully they got 23 more games to go. They can do a whole heck of a lot better and just keep winning, winning, winning. And maybe they don't have to proceed looking at a wild card spot, but maybe at large spot where they're automatically in the playoffs and do a whole heck of a lot there. But, you know, time is marching on. By the end of this month, or the end of March, I should say, we will know the Red Wings in or out. Uh, by the way, the trade deadline in the National Hockey League is on the 3rd this Friday. Uh, I don't know if the Red Wings are going to do anything or not. Maybe they are, maybe they're not. But let's wait and see, boys and girls, what Steve Eisman does because he doesn't let nobody know what is going to happen, and that's a good thing. He knows all too well. What's going to jump off? Finally, it's with great sadness that I reflect on the life and the legacy of Don Shane, who passed away Friday night at the age of 70 years old. He was my mentor at WXYZ in the year of 1999-2000. Yes, I did my internship at WXYZ. The day I started, I can remember it very well. That's the day they blew up the J.L. Hudson building downtown Detroit. I will never forget that day because I watched <laughs> uh, the leaders of the pack. Uh, I can't get their name off my system. Guy Gordon was one of them. And I forgot the lady's name there, but they went down there sharp as a tack. And end up looking like a cartoon because it was full of dirt and smudge and sludge and everything else as the the plume of ashes just rolled on them and tore them up to pieces. That was a day I never forget because I said, "Wow, this is what I'm getting into." Don Shane had a saying there: "Get to work." And that was his thing. He was very nice. He was kind. He, I learned a whole heck of a lot. He gave me every opportunity in the world from editing film, from looking at the highlights with many of them. He gave me the option and the, and the job to pick the highlights out for the 6 and 11 o'clock news, which ran. And it was fun to see what I picked actually ran on television that particular night. No, I didn't get no attaboy or whatever it may be, but I got a sense of enjoyment that basically 
I was part of that 11 o'clock or 6 o'clock news. I also worked on the weekend with Dave Llewellyn was very, very instrumental. As a, that's the day I started was on the weekend on a Saturday. That's, again, the day they blew up the J.L. Hudson building that afternoon. Getting back to Don Shane, uh, I, I tell you right now, my heart go out to Mona, Justin, and Lindsay during the sad time, along with the WXYZ family. Uh, he's so in uh, a love of knowing that Don uh, loved change the world. He he did so many things that basically, you know, he, he will never get a, a, a grip on. But again, getting around in sports right now for the last 30 years, I can see where Don has been. And I don't regret one bit of it. Don Career uh, is, is a big stack of things there. He started off in Detroit. He went to Chicago. Then he went to Boston. Then he came back to Detroit. He's the one that launched Sports Final Edition on WDIV in the early 80s. Then he launched the Sunday Sports Update on WXYZ uh, television later on when he went to WXYZ from WDIV. I owe Don and Dave Llewellyn, Reggie Hall, Ray J. I owe them a whole hell of a lot there because they built this system called Butch Davis or simply Butch to deal with sports that things I never thought I would ever get involved in. This is a kid, and I'm talking about myself. All I went to school was I wanted to be a disc jockey. And it already turned into a ball of things that things that I have done in this lifetime in sports. A lot of people look at me, some are jealous, and I'm sorry for that, but I'll never trade it on in there. Again, um, my condolences to Don Chain family and the WXYZ family during this time. And if I have any notice or anything to give you, uh, on Wednesdays, um, Butch on Sports, I will do likewise and pass it along to you there. Big week for Detroit Pistons, which are not winning a thing here. Uh, they'll be playing, and also the Red Wings will be on the road. I do believe that is tomorrow. Red Wings and Pistons will be in service. Um, and again, uh, the, the combine for the NFL. That'll happen uh, pretty quickly on the 28th of February. So you can take a look, look at that. I'm quite sure on the NFL Network, they'll have that in its entirety if you have that available for you. Butch on Sports is a presentation of Oh My Darling Production. Check Butch on Sports on Facebook. Always on Facebook, boys and girls. And also, yes, if you send me your email address, you can send your email address to Simply Butch 2, that's S-I-M-P-L-Y-B. Let me do that again. S, <laughs> S, <laughs> simply, S, S-Y-M-P-L-Y-B-U-T-C-H-T-O-O at yahoo.com. If you do that and send me that, I can get that email. I get this doggone uh, volumes up. Uh, Put your on sports straight to you. Or you can go on Facebook, always on Facebook. Go to Butch Davis or Butch on Sports to get the latest on podcasts on Sunday night, early Monday morning. 
and on Wednesday, boys and girls. Or also go to popbean.com. Hopefully, Dave McCaig is posting them. If not, then I'll check it on out and I'll have a conversation with my man there. Um, that's all. Oh, by the way, uh, I had to do the um, honor and privilege of being the public address announcer and also the uh, color commentator for the um, Detroit Waza Flow, which is the indoor Major League Soccer team here. The Waza Flow lose tonight to Grand Rapids by a score of 11 to 4. Yes, just giving that to you. Hey, have a great beginning of the week here, boys and girls. And uh, check me out on Wednesday on Butch on Sports. Please do and tell your friends.